We now move on to a new category of moksa, and this category is called bosses, a base. Very simply, a base, say a chair, has an item of moksa, say money. You find a $20 bill on a chair. So the $20 bill, we know, is total moksa. What about the chair? There are situations where that chair, because it's supporting the moksa, will take on the same category of moksa as the moksa item, which in this case is the $20 bill. However, there are a number of qualifications in order for this to happen. So let's discuss some of the qualifications. Qualification number one is that the owner has to be the one that placed it on the chair. Nobody can come into my home and just place their muktzah item on my chair or table or whatever have you, and then I find out about it on Shabbos, and now it's muktzah. It doesn't work that way. Only the owner can make it muktzah. However, if the owner gives permission to someone else, a guest comes and the owner says to the guest, you know, put your stuff wherever you like, and then he decides to put his uh, his wallet on your uh, chair, and the wallet has only money, it, money in it, keeping this case very simple at first. So I gave him permission. So if I meet the other qualifications, that would make the chair moksa. So let's go now to qualification number two, which is perhaps I would I would submit the most important one. And that is that it has to be an intentional placement. If I forgot something on a chair and I fully intended, I put it there, Erev Shabbos, I fully intend to remove it from the chair before Shabbos and I forgot. So there the chair does not become muksa. I can get the muksa item off the chair simply by elbowing it, as we mentioned, as we have learned, or you know, if it's a fragile item, I could use my wrists. I don't want it to fall on the floor. We discussed that, but the bottom line is the chair itself is not muksa once you get the muksa item off the chair. However, if I intentionally placed the muksa item on the chair, I came in, I uh, let's say I have a flight right after Shabbos, and I'm going to be in a huge rush. And so I put all my muksa stuff on a chair in the kitchen, and I know nobody's using that chair on Shabbos. I know this way, it's right there. As soon as I make Havdalah, I grab my muksa stuff, and I'm out the door. But now what happens if a guest comes on Shabbos, and every last chair is used, and I need that chair? So, if it was placed intentionally, which it was, I'm the owner. The next criteria is that it has to have been there from sunset until Tzetzakochavim. So, let's just make it simple. The first hour going into Shabbos, which it was, I intended it to be there all Shabbos. So, the chair would become muksa, And even if I knocked off the muksa stuff, I could not move that chair from the kitchen into the dining room. We'll talk about sitting on the chair 
in the kitchen later on another day. But I cannot pick up that chair and move it. That chair is moksa. To be continued, Be'ezus Hashem.